Welcome to Inside the Content Studio. My name is Jim Pureleaf. When one thinks of the pleasure of a sound gracing your eardrum, one may think of a babbling brook, a screech of a balding eagle, a VHS tape being rewound at max speed. These are some of the greatest sounds known to humankind. Hundreds of thousands of years spent shuffling on this mortal coil, thinking that sound could no longer be improved. Then, upon the dawn of the most recent millennia, a new sound was created. A sound that rivaled both Jesus and the Beatles combined. That sound was podcast. A sound that immediately sent metaphorical waves through society, with everyone clamoring to listen to podcast for the first time. In 2019, that sound was refined and perfected in the form of the greatest podcast known throughout the documented universe. The brainchild of two auditory and comedic masterminds whose impact on this industry, nay the world, cannot be overstated. Let us tarry no further and introduce the guest of honor, the host of the most renowned podcast in the modern era, rounding down, I welcome Chid Spin. Chid, thank you so much for joining us today. Jim, I, it's an honor. Yes, I know. It, I, I really appreciate the time. I know it's difficult for you to not be creating or evaluating creation at this stage in your career. So I cannot tell you how humbled I am to be to have some of your time. Yeah, I, I'm often evaluating creation. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's, for example, just earlier I was evaluating all of the things that men do wrong in their dating profiles. Hmm. That sounds riveting. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Brilliant. Another another gem of the brilliant uh, tapestry of your work. But as you know, as VP of content for uh, for Buzzcast, this is my Buzz Tank pilot episode, which is limited to thirty minutes. So I'm going to get right into it. If you're already here, sure. Yes, please. Absolutely. Let's transition now to the first topic, rounding down. Mm. I referred to this show as a brainchild earlier. Take me through your creative process. Before you birthed this show out of your fertile loins, what was the conception like? <laughs> I would call it more of a, a pain child, honestly, Jim. Oh, for, for me, it's a, it's a giant pain to constantly... I have to worry about doing the show. An example uh, but, of one of Chid's famous puns. Mm, yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm known for those. I, th- the show Rounding Down came about because I was tired of people mistaking bad things as good and good things as bad. And I said, there has to be a voice, a voice strong enough and obnoxious enough to set the record straight on what is good and what is bad. And I birthed it. It did come from my loins from whence the offspring the human offspring i also have Mm -hmm. have have come cometh from now which you mentioned human offspring which Mm. which was more of a enduring task the human offspring or this this brain sound child that is podcast you know, I, I'm not going to ask my wife about this. I'm not going to consult her on this. Smart. I will say that my, my 
my firstborn child, it took approximately 30 hours for him to be birthed into the world. But rounding down the podcast took almost 10 years of reflection, self-doubt, pain, self-suffering, and thinking, really ruminating, marinating, as some would say. And like a, a delicious flank steak, I immersed myself in a glass bowl full of chimichurri sauce. Bad takes on the internet. Hmm. Wow, evocative. And as we all know, a flank steak is best eaten in a bowl with chimichurri sauce. I, I would say it's best marinated in a bowl. But eaten in a you can also eat. I, here's what I would say for cross-contamination reasons. Although steak, you don't really have to worry about salmonella. You can probably eat steak raw. You don't really need to worry about it if you're... I would say that don't worry about like cross-contamination for, for steak. And honestly, even chicken. Like... The government, all those guidelines are horseshit, in my opinion. You can do whatever you want. Just slice off a little piece of raw chicken, dip it in some marinade, and then chew on it. It'll be delicious, and you won't get sick. Chicken tartare is often a dish I find myself enjoying after um, you know an interview such as this, where it's a delicacy that not many are familiar with. And thank you for you know explaining that. To us, because you're you're absolutely correct when guidelines and certain things like that are often cast to the wind with a creative genius such as yourself. You make your own rules, do you not? Yeah, I, I do refer to myself often as an outlaw, as a as a tough person, and as a bad person. Originally a tough a tough guy, a bad boy, but I try to be gender inclusive, and I, I think that all people can follow my footsteps and live the same sort of lifestyle if they choose to. Um, rules are for losers. Advice, paying taxes is for suckers. Doing anything that you're told to do is just a way to stay trapped in the matrix for forever. Let's break free. Let's take the, let's take the red pill. Hmm. Yes. The, tem- the, tempta- the tempting red pill. So let's transition now to the next question. The calculator with boobs as the logo. In a word, remarkable. In another word, tantalizing. What were... What was going on? What was that brainstorm like when you were you going for the little the 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 sex sells the risque adverts to try to get the listeners, or were you just having a little a little fun with it, or was it mathematical satire? Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's a great question. I, as you know, if if you listen to the end of rounding down, the uh, graphic design was was done by Saifietti, my now co-host, who is not the original co-host of the show. The original co-host was an empty chair beside me. And I, he had some ideas for a logo, and I turned them all down. And I said, how about if you just try to make a calculator, and maybe you can say boobs at the top. And that's where genius comes from. Is It's always... If, First idea, worst idea. Second idea, second worst idea. Hmm. Third idea that comes from Chid, but first idea from Chid, but third idea, best idea. That's how we usually operate on our show. So it's first, best, second, worst, third, good? 
then? Am I, am I hearing that correctly? I think it goes, first is the worst, second is not a winner, and three nobody remembers. Mm, yes. I think all of them have hairy chests, too, if I remember correctly. That's yeah, the old ch- child I, idiom. Having seen Saifiedi with his shirt off, yes, I can confirm hairy chest. Mm, yes. A sight that none of us can soon forget. I did take my shirt off at BugCon during one of the panels. It was very hot, and I just said, fuck it, I'm taking off my shirt. And, uh, you know, let's just say old shitty is losing some hair in certain places, but his (laughs) chest, not one of those places. Got a little blue during that BugCon panel, as we all remember, with a shirtless chid and a hair-chested Cy Fieri. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, Evocative. Now, about rounding down, the last question I have for you, sir, as we are to uh, move on to the next topic soon, but where do you see the show in 500 years? Oh, wow, 500 years. Well, can I quickly run through uh, each year uh, one by one from now? So we're in year, we're in year two. I think I, you know we've had some musical guests on. We're booking more musical guests for this year. We have more bands and professional comics and people coming on that like people actually have heard of, blah, 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 blah. That's what's happening in year two. Can I quickly run through the next 498 years? Absolutely, sir. Okay. Year three is going to be when Cy and I uh, switch roles and he becomes the host and I become the co-host. Year four, I'm going to leave the show completely and start a new show. Year five, the show is going to go on. Cy is also going to leave the show and someone else is going to take it over. We'll have a competition to decide who's going to take it over. In year six, what's going to happen is global warming will probably... Fires, wildfires, uh, just horrific environmental events will probably decimate the rest of this planet. And uh, potentially the internet will be knocked out for year six. So we're going to just zoom forward to year 400. Uh, By then, I'd say that dinosaurs will reclaim the Earth once more. Uh, By year 450, the dinosaurs will be dead again. Again, not killed by comets, but by smoking, as Gary Larson of the far side uh, explained in the 90s, as you may know. And then 500 years from now, I suspect that the show will um, will be back just kind of in the original format that it's in now, where we'll have sometimes like famous people, sometimes not famous people, and, you know, just interviews and stuff. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Taking us through half a millennia of, of information with some host turmoil to start it off, some, you know, some different voices, perhaps, in the Rounding Down universe, then... A cool 396 years of, of just consistency, followed by a dinosaur resurgence and then their appropriate extinction once again. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. I hope to be able to see that. But. Yeah, you'll be there. I, I, and I, as in saying that too, most people see their podcast as an extension of themselves. This podcast is so successful and good. It's not just me. Like, it is rounding down with Chid. That's the name, obviously. That name will continue after I leave the show because of creative differences with myself. Like an Applebee's, this will continue with other people doing it. Like, you think Jim Applebee's is still cooking at Applebee's, the original Applebee's? Hell no. Applebee's is, he's, he's been gone for 35 years. He's just collecting those checks. And they're selling the one dollar Long Island iced teas, and people are are dying in car accidents because they're getting too drunk, and uh, he's none the wiser. Like it's not his problem anymore, and that's that's kind of the path I see t- myself taking with rounding down as well. I'm glad you said that too, because I've always seen rounding down as a medication for the Applebee's of the world. Applebee's has always has for so long been a scourge 
on this globe and environment. And I think a rounding down is exactly what this this world needs to get rid of the five dollar Long Island iced teas and the you know microwave steaks of the world that you will get at a Applebee's. So it's bra- brave and brave to be able to do something like that. I will say. But yes, let's. Uh, we're we we are running short of time here, and I have so much more to get through here. At your your career can no cannot be summed up in thirty minutes. I would need thirty years to really go through all of your accomplishments. But I, I'm going to say three hundred years. But let's continue. Yes, three hundred. Yeah, well, three hundred years would be would be something. But let's transition now to the next topic. On September 25, 1968, in the small town of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a man named Willard Carroll Smith Jr. was born. Willard went on to make some of the finest movies, music, and television programs to date, Wild Wild West and Will Lenium being the two most notable. Fast forward 51 years to October 2019 to a tweet from our guest Chid that would rock the very entertainment foundation to its brittle core. I shall now read said tweet. What did Will Smith say the first time he had sex with Jada? Long ellipses. Welcome to girth. (laughs) Wow. Just... May I say, sir, you you deserved a Tony for that play onwards. Take me, take me through where where did that where did that come from? Now you were just is that something that was just came to you, or were you crafting that for years, much like your brainchild rounding down? Mm-mm-mm. I wish I could say that I was crafting that for years. It, the craftsmanship in that joke, it it shows that that's something that I worked long and hard on. Uh, no pun intended. But what I will say is that like most things I tweet, I had that thought and then tweeted it immediately. And uh, it's legendary. That's a tweet that has now at, at airtime. Uh, well, I'm not going to say at airtime, but because who knows when you're listening to this airtime, it's relative in the podcasting world. But let's just say you, Jennifer, you're listening to this. It's, Maybe November 2023. Greetings, Jennifer. Jennifer, how you doing? 2023. You're just listening to this show. You you know, you finally got around to listening to it. 2023, COVID's just about rounding down itself. There's finally a vaccine. You're on a waiting list to get that vaccine. And you go and you look up that tweet. You just type in welcome to girth in Twitter search. It comes up right away. And in 2023, it's got like 600 retweets, 4,000 likes, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, like all things I say, first is the worst. Second is not a winner. Three, nobody remembers, but first is the worst it, in worst meaning best, because this is the best. It's the best tweet. Yes. Very clear. And it, it certainly did send waves through the entertainment industry. I have heard myself firsthand through my connections that Willard and Jada's marital bed is stronger than ever mm. after that. Mm. Has, have you heard, has, has, has he reached out to you? Has Willard reached out to you to thank you or to 
address this in some way because it does seem like his life has taken a turn for the better since this i he is not and honestly i know that he has a he, he has like a his his bus that he travels with when he films on location is called the heat that's the name of like his trailer that he brings with them everywhere he films movies um, not to be confused with the popular basketball team yeah, not to be confused right but it's called the heat i think probably in reference to him being a miami boy um and yeah and so i just think that i've brought the heat back to his bedroom and he should be thankful for that frankly uh will if you're out there you're always welcome on the show uh this show obviously i'm i i have to confer with Cy if you're allowed on rounding down oh absolutely i will welcome willard anytime we can discuss his different his breadth of work like i mentioned before millennium which i am jamming to every single day now speaking of willard songs welcome to miami you mentioned he is a miami boy do you think that that song is retroactively welcoming you specifically chid to oh, miami i hope so i would love to just leave this so i'm also a philly guy that's canon, much like Will Smith. So as a fellow, fellow Philly guy, uh, I would also like to be welcomed to Miami and move down there and be a full-time Miami boy like Will Smith. Um, that I would love it. I'd love nothing more than that. And honestly, Will, I, you know, toss a couple mil my way. Will, give me a mil. That's, that's the campaign. Will, give me a mil. Because all I need is like 10 or 20 million dollars and I can buy a palatial estate much like yours in Miami Beach. Hashtag mill from will to chid. As easy to say <laughs> as anything else in this world. Fascinating stuff. The the relationship between Willard and Chid grows stronger and I think soon that they'll be seen as contemporaries more more so than they are now given Shid's breadth of work. Mm, mm, mm. Well, it, that is true. I mean, I am, uh, there's several future films that I've been cast in that I, I this is not breaking news. I, well, mm. maybe it is a little bit, but there are several future films that I'm, I've been cast in. We're obviously not shooting right now during COVID. We're doing like limited shoots, uh, a lot of green screen stuff. And it's tough. It's tough to do it in a house full of kids, but it, these movies will be out. I will like Will Smith, be the star of them, and uh, I will be his contemporary. Yet another one of famous Chid's play on words. Mm. I hope you're enjoying this, ladies and gentlemen, and mm. learning a thing or two, too, from a comedic mastermind. Sure, and I would say, too, these are plays on words, not plays on turds. Mm. I'm just taken aback by that. I'm going to need a moment to recover myself. From... You know what? You know what, Jim? I think you should graze on turds. Graze on turds, sir. I'm choosing to take that as a, the highest compliment coming from a vice president such as yourself. <laughs> and I'm going to transition now to the third and final topic. Abbott and Costello. Bert and Ernie. Undertaker and Kane. Zach Morris and Screech Powers. Chidspin and Cy Fieri. How did this partnership form? <laughs> yes, that's a that's wow. Yes, I, 
So how it all started was, I'll tell the story here. I'll tell it good. If you want to just drop in some, I'm not telling you how to do your show, but obviously I'm an audio, you know, I, I'm an audio mastermind, as you know. I'm yes. an artist. This story takes place, It begin, the story begins in the year 2003. So if you want to just drop in some Death Cab for Cutie transatlanticism right here, which came out in the fall of 2003, just like maybe underlay the uh, the sound of settling or something here while I tell this little story, and then it'll just help kind of color it a little bit. I'm making a note, an editorial note, to mm -hmm. add that teenaged angst early 2000s music. Yes. The year's 2003. I'm a college freshman. I'm listening to great music. I have a roommate who's always with his girlfriend. And I decide that I'm going to fly across the country and go to Coachella in 2004. Uh, the band The Pixies are reuniting there for their original reunion. People are actually excited about this. It's not passe and terrible yet. And uh, Radiohead's playing there, and The Cure's there, and, like, it's a really big fucking deal. And so I, uh, I convince some friends to go with me, including my friend Brian. And we go. We have a great time. We travel the whole country. We don't have any credit cards. We only have cash. Uh, we have to take a Greyhound from Long Beach to Indio. We almost get stuck in California. Blah, 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 blah. Brian and I become great friends. We lived together for three years in college. We graduate college, and uh, Brian has a graduation party. And in Brian's backyard, not only am I there with many of my college friends, but also some of his like friends from his neighborhood or from like he was into hardcore, like from the hardcore scene and stuff in uh, in Brockton, Massachusetts, are there. And one such friend, Saifietti, is there. And of course, this is in Brian's backyard. We're all like 21, 22, 23. Uh, and uh, Brian's mother is around, and uh, Saifietti says the expression toothy blowjob in front of Brian's mother. Um, mm. It's the first time I've ever met him, and uh, I think it's pretty funny, and everyone has a good laugh because he has no, uh, you know, just no filter whatsoever. Uh, I, I forgot this story because then I didn't see him for like six months, but then I saw him again, and he made a, a not great impression on me the second time I saw him. Um, but like someone who, uh, you know, he, he's just a great guy. He's a size of great guy. We became friends. He joined my fantasy football league. We became friends through that. We eventually started seeing each other more. When I started the podcast, I asked him if he wanted to guest on it. He said he did. And then he was on it. We had fun. And then he uh, wanted to be on it more frequently. And I was like, yeah, you just should co-host with me. And so that's how our our everything kind of started. Um, but yeah, he's a great guy. He's, he, uh, he's a lot different than he was in 2007. Um, but I think we probably mostly all are. And he's, he's from, I'm from Rhode Island. I grew up in Rhode Island. Sai is from like one town over from Rhode Island. And Rhode Islanders have a thing where when they don't know someone, they assume that person is judging them. And also they're like, oh, you're judging me? Well, I'm judging you. Fuck you. I don't. You don't like me? Even though you said nothing to me? I don't fucking like you. I don't like the fucking look on your face. That's how Rhode Islanders talk to each other. And then... Uh, Cy Classic had island life. Yeah, it's, that's how you live on an island. In Rhode Island, that's how you fucking live. And so it was long before I was a Philly guy, I was a Rhode Island boy. And uh, and Cy and I kind of... I, I could see that in him, and, uh, and I respect that. And so we became buddies uh, before long, and... 
eventually we started working together and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and the rest is kind of history. He's, he's a great guy. He's truly one of the sweetest people I know. And, um, the amount of work he puts into the show is, uh, is very little, but I love him for that because he shows up and he's great and everyone loves him. I put in a ton of work and everyone hates me. And it's a great relationship for that reason. It's one of the most famous duos that I can think of right now. I know I listed a few before, but Chid Spin and Cy Fieri are emerging as maybe the most influential duo of the modern era. Rounding down, touching on certain top topics from all across the the wake of life. Shid, thank you so much for joining me today and answering these questions for me. I We only have a few minutes left. Is there anything that you would like to plug at this point? Yes. I would like to plug a charity. It's called the Rounding Down Listener Fund. Um, every week we, we, give our, we give our cash app handle. It's dollar sign rounding down. And every week we hope that someone will donate one to ten million dollars. And it's just like it's like being a kid and You'll accept any amount, one to ten million? One to ten million will accept any amount. It's like being a kid and like it's like Christmas and all you really want is a Sega Genesis. And you know your parents don't have a lot of money. You know that money's tight for everybody. You know you have to do without a lot of time, a lot of the time. You don't have like the nicest clothes. You don't, maybe your sneakers have some holes in them. Maybe you don't even have that many, that much clothing that like fits you anymore. Um, cause you're growing fast and you're, you know, 11. Clothless. Yeah. You're running out of clothes and, uh, and your parents are not, you know, things are not going great at home and, uh, and you, you feel pretty like left out and not like you're part of a you don't have a lot of friends or whatever and all a you really vagabond want, yeah all you really want is that sega genesis you know like you just you just want that genesis you just want to play sonic 2 that's a that's all you want and um every week we give out that that dollar sign rounding down on the cash app handle hoping for that one to five million dollar donation um and we just you know we're still waiting we're, we're like that kid on christmas day just you know opening no presents and hoping hoping against hope that Santa Claus has hidden something in another room, uh, one to, to $5 million. Or perhaps it is one of the cruelest tricks by Christopher Claus himself, or it is a Sega Genesis wrapped empty box. I... Uh, I Did I touch on something there? If... I just want to say... If anyone ever d- donates an empty a box that looks like five million dollars, but it's actually empty, and but it looks like five million dollars on the outside, I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna, I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna fucking murder you. Size got a true crime podcast, and he'll never track me down, but I will murder you. I'll kill you fucking dead. I will find you and I will make your body disappear. And that's the chid promise, okay? In Rhode Island, we don't fuck around about making bodies disappear. Yes, as we all know, island life is quite equipped to murder mm-hmm. on a whim. Ask my buddy Joran Vandersloot about that. Right. Absolutely. And we all know how that ended, don't we? 
So the well, chid promise I mean, ends. I mean, officially, we don't we don't know how that ended, but they never found her. Mm, yes, a yeah. tragic but educational story. Uh, yeah, totally, totally, totally. We end this with a chid promise of murder. And again, Shid, I, I thank you for, for taking the time today with of your busy schedule of being a vice president, being a creative mastermind, working with with Cy and coming up with the ideas of rounding down together. I know your 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 plate, both metaphorically and physically, is full. So again, very much appreciated today. I, I wish my plate was full. But like I said, I'm I'm it's just it's just an empty plate like i'm i'm just sitting by wiping the tears from my eyes because i don't have one to five million dollars in my plate so it's, dollars aren't running down cash out can we, can we get chid five million dollars please he's asked just very nicely million. will will smith and he will the heat he, he will murder you too he has mentioned that so he, he's capable of it every great podcast host is is granted secret murders i have the motive and the means and the mag- majesty of murder. and the connections to the justice system to make it all go away well it's i'm are you saying that i'm a cop no 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 that's i, I would not do it degrade you by saying that i'm saying that you control that i mean if chid spin goes into the hall of justice and and, and says are you saying i'm a lawyer no, no, I, I guess I'm I doing know a lot of lawyers. There's a lot of law- Listen to me, Jim Pureleaf. There's a lot of lawyers on Twitter, and all of them will do. I have a team of lawyers waiting to defend me in my murder case. Yes, and I have been on the other hand of those lawyers uh, a few times, and it has not ended well for me. So let's take that take that lesson, listeners. You know, don't don't cross a, a chid spin. He will he'll ruin your life. So. Um, you can host a, a TV show one day and then be reduced to you know, hosting a podcast. So, yes, that uh, that can happen to you. Take it from me, old Jim Pureleaf. Jim, have you, uh, by the way, your your protection money, uh, you're like a few weeks late on that protection money. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I can see I'm holding up the sack with a dollar sign in front of the camera. Assuring you that I do have the money. I see it, but if that's an empty sack, if that sack is full of feathers, again, Jim, guess what? That other leg's getting broken. No, please. I, I'm barely recovering from the first first wound, and um, yes, no, there 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 are no feathers in this bag. They're they're pure. They're they're crisp, one thousand dollar bills, and <laughs> you will be getting them, and it will you will be all. We'll be all good, and you won't have to worry about old Jim Pureleaf anymore. Good. That's good. But that's going to do it for Inside the Content Studio today. I guess the only thing I will say is please vote for Inside the Content Studio on the Buzz Tank app or the phone number or however you do it. President Franklin has all the instructions, so make sure to bother him about that. And I will need these votes to make it to the next round. I'm going up against the powerhouse of Maximilian Mayer and Andrew Coeth, King Coeth. Yeah. I apologize, Andrew, I've only ever read your name if I am mispronouncing your last name, but that'll do it for Inside the Content Studio. My name is Jim Pureleaf. We'll see you next time.
Bandwidth's Untitled Music Podcast. Wow. Is it happening? I think it's happening, Max. We're here. You hit the record button? I pressed it. I got a red light. We have a red light going. This is a ba- this is a this is a this is a this is a podcast about music. And um I am a drummer. My name is Max Mayer. And my co-host here. Yes. I'm take Andrew. it away. <laughs> it's, it's Andrew Koch. Um, I'm a DJ, uh, a musician, you know, I'm a bass player originally and mainly. Um, but yeah, I, I participate and interact with music a lot and I enjoy it. And I know my buddy Max does too. Now, so we gotta, we're going to start talking about it. As, as musicians, you, you got to think that we are the people that we are the voice that, that people want to hear when it comes to the discussion on music. We are the ultimate uh, opinions, uh, opinion makers. We are, we are, we have, we have all the correct information and we are ahead of you in terms of music. We're here to help you get to the next level of your music, uh, enjoying experience. Musicians, uh, you know, it's coming, it's flowing straight from the spout, you know, improvisation, Max. I mean, are we talking about, Oh, come on. That's Jack. Jazz. We're talking a little jazz. But you would agree that we are the authority. We are we are the authority on of this course. kind of shit. Yeah. Of All course. Right, cool. Yeah. If if I'm gonna be honest, yes, we are the authority. Go ahead. You All know, right. I mean, you know, I'm, if I'm gonna speak on it, but yes, you know, we're creating it, we're listening to it, we're obsessing over it. Now people are gonna want to say, What are your credentials? Sure. All right. Well let me let me let, let me let me tell you. Unfurl uh, the scroll, heard- Max. Have you heard of uh, what's going on with Mike Mitchell? Oh my because if god! If you haven't, you're living under a damn rock. Are you talking about the, the hit show? Wow! Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, yes, sir. Well, it's a hit show. It's a hit show on many platforms. I don't know if you've heard of the UCB Theater. Mm-hmm. I don't know yes. if you've heard of the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. It's the biggest comedy festival in the world. Wow! I it. certainly have. Yes. Um, uh, thank you. We've done it uh, live on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Twitch. Yeah, and we've yeah, done definitely. it live here in Los Angeles for, for a live audience, and it's been a lot of fun. And um, uh, I am the drummer of the jazz band that, 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 that backs up mm-hmm. the Mike Mitchell show. Oh, my gosh. I had the pleasure of seeing it, seeing you and the band live at the, at the last, possibly the last for a very long time, um, live installment of mitch live uh you know what the form it is in now and it was phenomenal you guys are so tight it was it was a true experience and it would not be the same without the band there it truly gives the 360 well, you know it, it, it's a real talk that, show with that, the band. that was an honor having you there and, and it was amazing saying these things uh i know i'm i'm an authority on this kind of stuff but it does it does make me feel great to hear you say that as you are also an authority can you speak on some of your uh, qualifications as an authority of music uh um if i can just start you off you have sure. an incredible uh you have an incredible stream honestly it's my favorite stream i mean oh that without jo- without joking talk about that oh my gosh thank you so much yeah i uh you know i dj on twitch two times a week Thursdays and Saturdays, I usually do about three hours at a time. Uh, I play vinyl, I play tapes, I've played CDs, I play MP3s. You know, CDs I play nuts. Any- oh man, I <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Keep, keep focused. <laughs> all right. All right. Ooh, getting back to the one. Um, yeah. So <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, a man uh, playing three hours of music, six hours of music a week has some kind of idea of what he, you know, what he likes. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm an opinionated music person. I've released several records with my uh, jazz fusion group, the Invisible Astro Healing Rhythm Quartet. Um, some great work some check, great work if i check can that say out so, thank you oh thank you so much check that out in the music stores pick up a vinyl um and i make you know a lot of beats i you may have heard of an artist recently who's been running up the charts uh bug main uh i've produced i'd say Absolutely. like four or five at least four or five tracks and i'm am working on the album with him that should be dropping on october uh the division bug not october excuse me halloween and uh yeah bug. <laughs> i know i know he had to do bug, this is the first i've heard of this this is a little tidbit bug likes pink floyd in, in the in the in the little interactions with you know i know that of pink floyd. i happen to know that i there happen to know that <laughs> and that yeah, is but, awesome uh, so you, you I, coco pelly is honestly everybody's playing it and they're 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 riffing on it but it's legitimately it's legitimately it fucking rules and it's and it's great to listen to jack put it to bug world and it is oh, yeah. an experience it feels really good to be in bug world with all the effects going on when it when when that drops in full volume honestly you guys did a great job it is also Amazing. extremely funny <laughs> and um it and is yeah yeah one hundred and sixty thousand uh plays on spotify and counting is what i saw last which is, is blows insane. me away I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it yeah most, it's, most, it's is super that, fun. Is mo most of the listeners coming from like arizona is that right i think yeah parts of arizona a lot of Coco Pelly fans. <laughs> exactly yeah the, everybody at the everybody at the that blue mcdonald's in uh in taos, or no, not taos. <laughs> oh i forget where it is you, you know what i'm talking about if you've seen I do, that it, i do i absolutely know it's like the alternate like mcdonald's style. it's got like yeah oh no sedona it's in sedona yeah oh it's a lot truly of listeners beautiful. from sedona yes yes a, a majority of the listenership i see about <laughs> sixty thousand plays um from leather shops and, uh, and this silver shops there yeah <laughs> so so but this this sort of brings us full circle as to how we met because yes. we met at BugCon um 2020 at the burbank marriott actually we met at a panel called uh, NugCon, yes. which um, took place in the uh, in the in, in the parking lot of the Burbank Marriott. Yeah, that was a panel that you you know you stood up and you said, "Who wants to smoke weed?" At the end of the panel, and I'd seen you earlier, and I think I was the only one to walk up to you and say, "Hey, man, yeah, I, let's I'll match you. Let's get let's get to it." So me and you did a very small panel in the Burbank Marriott parking lot. It was called NugCon. It happened yeah. in my Camry, and uh, we listened to Red Red Wine. Very oh yes, loud. of course. Uh, and um, and after we started doing circles in the parking lot, listening to Red Red Wine mm -hmm. at almost as loud as my Camry could blast it, uh, windows <laughs> down in like the hundred ten degree heat. People started picking up on NugCon, and they said, I want in on that. All of a sudden, you got sleeves hanging out in the back. Wow. And we are token. It, w it was, it was uh, you know, it was legendary. There's always, there's only one first BugCon, and there's only one first NugCon. So maybe, you know, uh, when we can all smoke together again, or at least near each other to some degree, you it's, know, there'll be another. But, you know, the vibes there, the red, red wine, you know what dude, I mean? Dude, honestly. Crank to, crank to 11? Come on. I, 
I was in my I was in my BugCon mind at the moment, but yeah. still we like locked in. I felt like this is a really cool dude. I really enjoyed sharing this toking session with him. Yeah. And uh and fucking of course it it just it blossomed into something more even more beautiful. If I if I may if, to be here with you. It felt like it felt like meeting an old friend or something. And and what I mean by that is like my friends who I've had for a long time, it felt as as effortless as it did when I meet, met them. You know what I mean? You, you did feel kind of experienced in the NugCon way. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I, was... I we've we've both had uh, many NugCon sessions over the years. I think <laughs> I think we've had a lot of you know oxcord, uh, you know hazy, kind of like you know eyes darting around sessions. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You know, uh, and the definitely red wine, red red wine was probably playing for those as well. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah. since then, we've kept in touch, and uh, you know, I like I said, I got to see you at Mitch Live, got to catch up there, and you know, when I think of uh, a man whose opinions I respect and want to dig a little deeper on, it's Max Mayer. So here oh, we are. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Wow. Well, that's truly an honor because uh, wow. you know we really have. We really have bonded further since, and it's like everything that you do and you like, I'm like, this guy really is living up to how cool I thought he was initially. Um, wow, and you, and now we're doing this. This is for Buzzcast? Yeah, Buzzcast. Um, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, uh, you know, a podcast network, you know? and then, I think I do. And then you want to talk about, like, you know, the leadership stru- structure within that podcast network. Okay. And you think, well, who's the guy? Who do I want to know first? Who do, who who do I want to know is in charge? Sleeves. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately. No? Okay. But you know, it's Franklin. It's it's Bug TV Franklin. Uh, we all know uh, him. We all love him. Isn't he a Miami He's the president. fan? I mean, <laughs> Max. Let's just say. It all right, top. I'm gonna cool it on that. I'm gonna cool it on that. I'm not a sports guy. And no, we're trying, offense, to, we're you know trying I mean? to climb up the Buzzcast rankings. I'm gonna cool <laughs> it on that shit right now. And to be honest. <laughs> To be honest, Bam Adebayo is fire, wow. and 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 Tyler Hero is not a zero. He's he's a, he's the youngest man in playoffs history. There you go. And he is he is killing it, man. Something See, like that. Giving respect. This is this is the Max Mayer way. This Some is what I like appreciate. That. You know what I mean? I love respecting Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> we love respecting. If there's one thing you can take away from this pilot episode, folks, is that we love respecting Franklin. Well, I certainly just don't respect any old fucking buffoon. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, we, we both have a, you know, uh, a fine enough filter, you know, a fine enough micron filter to, you know, uh, drain out the five different levels of hash trust. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was going to say the filters. Yeah. Filters. What was he getting at? I don't know. The hash I got filter? Nug, Nugcon on the brain. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I liked how filtered, not really a, a, a weed thing, but we both just made it that. Um, there you go. <laughs> so we're trying to win this shit. Buzzcast is, is, is this is, um, this is like a podcast power rankings. Like who's, this is like a battle of the bands for podcasts. Is that? It is an elimin- that it is right? a bracket style elimination game. We've so all been voting. Fuck up first, huh? Wow. We've been, we've all been voting. I'm going to fucking phone. take them out. We've all been doing SMS voting. You know what I mean? We've been voting for the favorites, and here we are. We're gonna take them down. You know, we're gonna get the I big guns out. I just sent sleeves. I kept. I just sent them the word sleeves. There you go. That's that's. And this nobody is the kind said of stuff. anything. Wow. Uh oh. All right. 
All right. But that was on their that was their mistake. So, you know, speaking of the Doughboys, uh-huh. I, I was recently uh, I recently gave the task to to both uh, uh, Mitch and mm-hmm. uh, Bugmane. Yeah, uh, they they were battling over who is the bigger Pink Floyd fan. Wow! Oh my gosh! And I I said to them, you know, they they res- they they respect me as an authority of music. Yes. Um, and uh, they said. I, I said I propose I propose a challenge like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I, I was about to toke and uh, if one yeah. of you guys could get you guys pick the the best uh, Pink Floyd song to toke to see I'm, I actually don't listen to a lot of Pink Floyd yeah and they both gave me some great great ones that I hadn't heard before some of the later stuff yeah um, I, there were two different writers and they were like this one's better that one's better and I was like oh shit ultimately. Bugmane won that challenge. They said, "All right, wow. this is too crazy. I can't pick one." I said, "Let's make it two. They each chose two songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bugmane chose "Flying the Flying the the Flannel." I don't know. I, I forget. Uh-huh. What, and I was just like, "Bugmane's got great taste in Pink Floyd," and yeah. I gave the win to Bugmane. It was a challenge about who could make wow. a better listening for my weed experience, and Bugmane delivered. Jeez. Mitch doesn't smoke a ton of weed, so he might have been at a at a disadvantage there. But in any case, that's just a little off the cuff detail wow. about my life and about the Pink Floyd. You know, it all just seemed relevant, so I, I spat it out there for your listening. You heard it here first, but I mean, even that as a segment, you know, we can pick it right out of their pockets. Exactly. People come what do you in, think? Of, yeah. We we bring a guest in and we say, "Hey, Max and I are about to do a little virtual nugcon here, you know, through the through the portal of the computer." That could be. We were talking about like, do we listen to songs and then we link it up so people can listen along with us? We're thinking about stuff like that, and maybe we'll get to challenges like like this Pink Floyd challenge that came between Mitch and, and Bug Mains. Wow. Um, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, my my feelings on you know. Pink Floyd are very similar to yours. I don't listen to a ton of it. I did get into it a fair amount, but I will say yeah, not, the, you, not the later stuff. Like exactly right. You know I, what I'm know, I know you listen to uh, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. I know you listen <laughs> to um, uh, 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 I Wish You Were Here. I, I know you know these of course. ones, right? Am I of wrong? Course. Okay. Yeah, so, I know but, all, but the, like all me, the big hits. Yeah, yeah. and so later the, it got a little more stripped down and, and more, I think they matured a little bit and they were doing different sure. things. And I have to say, I never tuned into it, but now that they, they're turning me onto it and I'm like, holy shit, this is great. And so maybe that's something we talk about is our own uh, developments and, and blind spots and and and, oh, yeah. and 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 new new things new or old that we're discovering this is gonna be fun what the fuck i think it's gonna be yeah i'm i'm really excited i think it's gonna be very fun and i think you know i think there's a lot of meat on the bone max mm, meat <laughs> oh meat oh meat we want a meat on this bone max what's up baby we're doing it it's a pilot pilot episode you know first album pretty much i mean basically but that's the kind of seems a little sloppy no shit that's the kind of (laughs) that's the kind of professionalism um you know when you play jazz music max you have to be ready give it to me let's go wow get your samplers out because that right there man I'll loop that up, Max. up. <laughs> Go. Octave. He's hitting the octave, you know? 
the C. That's, the, that's that's some music shit. We'll the get notes to that between the notes, the ghost notes. It's the notes you don't play. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's exactly right. That's what makes these are the kind of insights that you're gonna be. And that's crazy. People are like I like to listen to music. I'm like I like to listen. I sort of like to not listen to music. I like to hear in between the notes and see like what. Yeah, but what are they talking about? So exactly. Like, What's the intent? What's the situation behind it? Exactly. I know you're a drummer, but when did you start? When did you first pick up an instrument? Uh, so for yeah, for me it was uh, it was uh, it was about surviving middle school, and uh, and yeah, si- sixth grade. I don't know what electives I chose, but for so oh piano, I, I did piano in go. sixth grade. Nice. And I remember I played March Slav, and of course my my Romanian father was like <laughs> to March Slav. He was like, I am so proud of my son. <laughs> He's like Amazing. playing very sad. Like He's playing March Slav. <laughs> <It's very laughs> That's um, um, and of course uh misery was a theme in my life from there on out <laughs> but um but oh my uh, gosh. but um uh, uh it was uh, my friend osif harris and i swear to god i can't find him on any of my social media i, I would love to reconnect with osif harris i just can't fucking find him I, he was my best friend in middle school and i i knew he was taking drums in uh uh like he was taking up the drums in the in the sixth grade band mm-hmm. yeah and uh and i and i i i just that sounded so cool to me and i it's like all i wanted to like i remember like so i would just follow him in mm-hmm. uh and he invited me you know but i would follow him in uh every every lunch to watch him practice snare drum and, and read music and he sort of pointed out what he was doing and i I was really fascinated by it and and he would let me he would like let me take a turn he was such a sweet guy yeah like he was such a good friend and um and uh so i watched him and i said this is like this this is so cool i want to be a part of this so um but uh seventh grade i i signed up for for like percussion ensemble and and band Mm -hmm. and um um and i learned how to read music and play a snare drum and Mm -hmm. i just started uh the, the the question was how did uh, how did I get into drums right yeah okay just to make sure I'm not fucking of course no how did you pick up an instrument here. how did you yeah. pick up an, exactly yeah and and so it really started with that I remember like you had to like it was like do you want to like in in band they asked everybody uh hey, I guess percussion ensemble for me was eighth grade and in seventh I was just mm-hmm. in band and I wanted to pick up something and and I knew I wanted drums but you had to pass the test and people were picking up people were saying like I want to play sax. I want to play mm-hmm. trumpet. I'm like these fucking fools. Yeah. But uh, yeah. in the end, yeah. they're they're the smart ones because they can just carry their shit around in their pocket. But um, yeah, certainly. But but I remember you had to pass like a rhythm test, like, and it wasn't it wasn't super tough, but it had it. I guess she she, she uh, our teacher Miss Kang. She mm-hmm. needed to know if we were at all capable of playing a rhythm, like sure. if we had any. Uh, na- natural gift for it i guess that's I, interesting I, I, like a basic rhythm test like yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so she basically was like uh i remember one of them was like uh evenly like like start very uh start very fa- uh slow and then get really f- and then go as fast as you can but right. evenly and sort of like in an even transition and then another mm-hmm. one was like to play a paradiddle like gotcha. left right left left right left right right 
Yes. And so I, 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 uh, I, I was like, okay, I got to learn this. Shit. The, the paradiddle is one of the rudiments mm-hmm. of, 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 of drumming. And uh, there's like 64 or some shit like that. And, um, uh, and so I was like, okay, so I, I got sticks and I fucking practiced it and I was like really intent on doing it. And I did it and I, I was so proud of myself. And, uh, at, at a certain point, um, I, I never was able to touch drum set just because you yeah. only play like snare drum, but I, every right. fucking, lo- this is the proudest I've ever been to myself and the most I've ever accomplished yeah. since literally since I was 13, <laughs> right, literally, right, right. or not even 13, 11 or 12. Literally that was when I was the, like the most like of a, of like an achieving uh, human being. Like, <laughs> like I, I was probably most adult when I was 11 years old, like just uh-huh. really seeking to improve myself and like become like skilled in something. And every day I just skipped talking about the Simpsons with my friends as much as I wanted to. Yeah. I would, my, my focus and, and really I, what I wanted to do was to go and sit down and play the drums. And I, so sometimes I'd have to wait my turn. There'd be these younger kids and they were better than me and they were playing on the drum. But every fucking day I went in there yeah. and, I, and I just did, I, I, I mimicked like, well, like, how do you do this? And slowly my feet and my arms came together. And totally. now, and that is the beginning of the story, the origin story of the, one of the, one of the authorities of music in this world, Max Mayer. There it is. You you just heard the origin story. Oh my gosh, yeah, crazy, right? World. It's beautiful. So so so, give me give me some of your give me some of your your history, man. Let's oh man, okay. Well, very similar to yours, Max. You're you know, uh, I I actually I started playing, you know, trumpet in uh, in the fourth grade. I really enjoyed it. Did like concert band and stuff oh, for a while. A great trumpet player. Exactly. Yes, I I. You know, I, I too am a bass player that plays trumpet occasionally. And I, 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 I always I, looked up to him for that, for real. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That really stood out even before I got into jazz or anything like that. Just like, oh, hey, me too. You know, like, very That's cool. awesome. And, but yeah, like you said, you're in middle school and, um, you know, you see somebody, <laughs> uh, you know, playing other instruments, somebody gets a guitar, you know, you, you're listening, you know, have a back, you have a back patch on. You know, you're wearing, <laughs> you're wearing a denim vest. You you know, you learn how to sew. What a kind patch of backpatch, bro? What did I have? Oh my gosh! I yes. think oh, either a dead Kennedys one or Sick. like that's early. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, actually, I, that was a funny thing I remembered the other day. Is like it was a kill the poor one, and I cut oh it out of a God, shirt. Excellent. But it was like it's the graphic from the single, and I remember multiple people being like you want to kill the poor? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I had to be like, no, 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 no. It's ironic. It's an ironic punk rock song. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to kill poor people. Uh, <laughs> dude, get away very quickly. Like in middle school. Oh my God. They were not ready, bro. I, that's they why I say that's ready. early. That is super early. I think the dead Kennedys are good when you hit about 13. Mm-hmm. Certainly. You're, you're ahead of your time. And I think I, I'm willing to bet that authorities like us, a lot of older people would look at our collection of music and they'd say, who the fuck, who is this 38 year old man? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Who's this cool dude that knows about the tunes and is wise beyond their years? Wise beyond their years. Be- beyond even 38 years. Um, <laughs> I've literally had people like, you know, come through to my house you know and visit my wife and they look at my you know they look at my my record collection and they look at the you know the the the, the massive tapes and laser discs and the type of films and stuff and they're like 
Is you, your husband older? Is he, is he in his 40s or something? I've literally had that happen. But anyways, you're 13 and I picked up a bass guitar. I started taking lessons formally um, for, I don't know, two years, maybe three years. And uh, yeah, it was it was all it all went after that high school bands leads into the band you have in your 20s made a couple records you know been making beats all the way through trying to play different instruments trying to create you know what can you say we all have a long list of recordings that we could play <laughs> make a mix of but yeah it's non-stop and you do it because you love it and it makes you feel good what can you say you know but so we, we were do let's get back to let's get back on track we were talking All about right. this is a pilot yes. we were talking about our our what what brought us to 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 this point in our lives mm-hmm. um starting the podcast yes. let's talk about what we're going to do with this thing why why why, why <laughs> we, let's sell them on this shit and 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 here's my thought i think we should have guests yes yes we will be having guests and uh, you know we we will be inviting them to uh, to to have us listen to some things and uh you know share with us what some of their favorite music is i have so many blind spots especially to newer music Me too. i would like to talk i would like to figure that out with the community and Certainly. uh yeah and 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 you send us your stuff and then we'll say that it's not that good and um and as authorities of music you will respect that yes. um uh, but 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 maybe if you're lucky, we can broaden our horizons together. Uh, I, there's even genres. I'd like to t- I'd like to get into classical. How do how do modern uh, music listeners, you know, go from uh, you know pop radio to listening to some classical? That, that can that's actually that's actually I want to I want to breach the horizons. Yes. With with if that's if if that's something you can do to a horizon uh i think you i would like i'd like to breach the horizon uh if that is something you can do uh <laughs> with with the listeners and with you um yeah certainly and, and with guests that's going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. i was i was thinking of having an all-star guest on for this but i was thinking that's not fair to the buzzcast wow. that's not fair to the buzzcast but be wary there's going to be, be some fucking guests it's a, it's say, a bracket what? system so you guys got who we might pull out all the stops you never know but once again we are gentlemen we are respectful we shall see but you guys I mean, got armin weitzman wow wow again folks <laughs> folks are you talking about royalty are you talking about i mean come on <laughs> but not only will we have guests um we might even you know, do a watch along of a concert film or Dude. a movie that's centered around music or even a soundtrack of a movie we love. I know you're uh, a film buff as well. To oh some degree. my God. Not really. No, I am. I am. I am. I just, <laughs> I, just be, uh, um, I mean, uh, not, not a buff, like, uh, you know, like, uh, maybe like, uh, Ryan Perez or some, somebody. No, like in the nude, like you watch films, naked film buff. Oh yes, you yeah, know that I'm, term. Yeah, I'm big and strong, and I and I am naked when I watch. Yes. Uh, all right, like I won't everybody deny that. does. You put the laser disc in, and you take off your clothes, right? Dude, you are honestly the sexiest dude I know to say any of this shit. <laughs> I don't know anybody else who watches laser discs. That's honestly so dope. One day we're, we're gonna smoke so many bowls and watch like four laser discs and fucking oh. order 
food and amazing yeah uh, laser discs are dope you're a sexy person everything you do is cool oh my god Uh, max you're such a sweetheart you've got a wealth of knowledge i love speaking to you this is (laughs) great (laughs) and you'll have to rate subscribe review leave money give us cash and and vote for us um via text message sms uh on buzz tank please is uh is that can you do do you have to have a do you have to have a bug phone to do that no no i've done it on my regular um on my regular human my you know my regular Wait, phone is that for real is this for real when you're is this not a joke that you can like no no it's not a joke it's not no you've been i yeah <laughs> it's, oh my it's god I, actually, I didn't i don't that. have the number here like but yeah if if you've been voting vote on your phone send that send that text <laughs> All right. Definitely. Wait. Shit. Should I look up the fuck? This is ter- we we couldn't even give the number. All right. That's fine though because you're gonna look it up. You know what you're doing. You're listening to the Buzzcast shows. You're appreciating everybody in this community. As I certainly um, have, and, and I, I really have to say, like everybody else's has been so fun to listen to, and it's been it's been great to you know build up to this. It's been awesome. It, it, it is it is it is an honor to be participating in this stuff and i i hope that the people uh listening are having fun too um uh okay so so is are we ending it is that what's happening i think that's what's happening let me, should i do a shout out give it to me wait let me let me let me let me just say we're we're gonna do more stuff all right fine shout outs shout yes. outs to armin weitzman mm-hmm. uh shout outs to uh jack allison yeah uh shout outs to uh alphabet pizza yeah let's go ap uh let's go vl oh vulgar lasagna tay tay banane you know what i'm saying i like the vl on my tl um yes wow who else we shouting out um uh Let's Let see. me shout out. I got one more shout out before Give we it. before we conclude this shit. Let's Watch go. This. I want to shout out. Oh my god! I want to shout out. Kate is hot. I want to shout out. Cih. Wow, you heard it here. Shout There's out. so many more, but, but we love you and have a great night. Thank you. A great day. Whatever the fuck. We'll see ya. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. And we love you. rate, subscribe, and money. Uh, yeah. Uh, dollar dollar bills y'all <laughs>